You are listening to the Short Combos Podcast. Boom. Boom. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Short Combos Podcast. I'm JC Warrior of Light Cashman. And as Mirai, available to listen on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Should we uh, pick up where we left off last time, as, or is it going to drop like uh, a fart in a whatever the saying is? Uh, we were talking some science, weren't we, last time? We were talking, we were some, talking light, some light travel and calculators. What, what have you what researched? Would, what would you like to start with, the calculator or the light? What came first? <laughs> chicken question, or, yeah, <laughs> right. Let, let's calculate first. Let's calculate because it, it's, calculate. it's been bothering me since. So let's, let's calculate. <laughs> so, the word we were lacking last week or that wasn't coming to mind, although I think you actually said zeros and ones, uh, is binary. So binary is actually a language uh, of zeros and ones. And it's the language that science uses when it comes to electronics because it can be converted into on and off. So the idea in the, in the microchip of calculators and basically in all microchip computers is there's little transistors, electronic transistors, and some are switching on and some are switching off. So anything that you input into it is converted into binary form, zeros and ones. The calculation is worked out in that format by flicking and flicking off of transistors uh, based upon principles in maths that we understand and know. That's kind of what's programmed into the calculator. Uh, and then it spits it back out in the 10 number system that we know, as in zero, to 10 upwards off of that yeah so that's the basic functionality of what how a calculator works and is that that's 11 effectively numbers? oh see now i don't think zero counts as a number okay. that's another question for another day i don't think zero is a there's number. no weight to it it's nothingness it's of no yeah it's a it's a i think it's a thing in itself separate from mass and okay. counting and all of that business uh so that's your calculator does so that short, answer your yeah so in short that little chip because we got down to it being the chip didn't we so yes. short, chip is just full of loads of switches in short basically yeah a little yeah. small electronic switches going yes no or on Pre off or one zero determined that if a bit of electric comes in or whatever the current is it makes them all switch a certain way and it's all predetermined to effectively yeah like the Basically. one button has a certain zero one zero 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 one when you press one if you press yeah. the plus it's a certain sequence of zero one zero 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 one whatever it is and then all of that in sequence will spit out a sequence which then gets converted back to a number that we understand yeah yeah i get that right light travel Makes take us light travel <laughs> so uh again the thing we were missing uh what i was trying to get to last week is when we discuss the speed of light, we're talking about what's called a physical constant. So the speed of light when we discuss it is being discussed in a vacuum. Uh, the reason we discuss it in a vacuum is because that's like a control. It's something, it takes out a lot of the variables in terms of it traveling. Because light, if we put light through, let's say a bowl of jelly, it's gonna travel a lot slower than if it traveled through absolutely nothing. So when we discuss the speed of light, we're talking about it in a vacuum. And that speed, which is uh, in Hoover. science, if you're, <laughs> uh, that, that's a, that's a brand. <laughs> uh, it's written as C in mathematics. So that's denoted for, for it. And it's 
2997924588 meters per second or approximately 300,000 kilometers per second if if kind of we're trying to understand it in what yeah. it travels uh, but that also goes for things like electromagnetic waves and all the rest of it traveling within a vacuum it's the fastest that anything with a given mass or existence or anything like that can travel yeah yeah and that's cool. that's that's all makes sense <laughs> and With, so yeah. like in case someone jumped in on this as our, our their first listen on our podcast uh, it's not a science <laughs> you know we're not as romantic as brian cox in here any show <laughs> uh, but we we were just we just yeah we just chat don't we and then uh, these things these things we're come curious up. people aren't we i think that's yeah. the thing that that it comes to with us that we get and this is where it came from as you were asking about thoughts and memories uh, and this is it is sometimes you just kind of go why does that work like that how does this do that and everything yeah, else uh, following on from last week uh it was funny actually because uh this was prior to the podcast going out so my daughter wouldn't have heard it or anything uh, but she got in the car yesterday after picking up our middle daughter because I, I parked she kind of runs out and gets her and uh, last week we were talking about how uh you know parent chat at playgrounds was annoying me so you got uh -huh. in the start of the car and she went god that's so limp they're so limp. <laughs> she is your what, daughter. <laughs> yeah, what, what I stood next to and heard them talking about in Tesco's and that they could get second-hand pens off eBay. And she's like, so, <laughs> your world result, you know, I'm not, you know, wishing to, yeah, yeah. I, I just thought I, that made me laugh. But how's your week been out? So that's how we usually start it. How's your week it is been? how we usually start it. And the week has been fine. I am tired today, like, uh, and again, I know, you, don't, you, I know. you hate that word and all the, the rest of it, uh, but I, I have a tiredness scale that I use uh, for kind of trying to just, it's, it well, basically got, it comes uh, down I to... I nearly said Alzheimer's, but you, you've got... That's uh, next. That's, that's on yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah, you got I'm sure it's the result of what I've yeah. got. Yeah, uh, but I've got a tiredness scale that really is just for safety in terms of like, <laughs> am I going to get in a car? Uh, am I going to operate heavy machinery? Uh, and I get to, I'm at, when I get to this point, it's like, I need to just be near something that I can lay down on because I'm going to collapse and fall asleep. So how many days have you been without sleep now? I, it's not even been that many, but the, the last few days have been very full on. Like, Work-wise, it's been very full on and it's been a bit emotional. We had the update from the government and then we've had grandma and all of this stuff. Uh, and I've, this is what I wanted to talk to you about is, being emotionally tired versus being physically tired because i think yeah. i could be physically tired as in work physically hard seven days a week and keep operating uh but emotional stuff if, if stuff like that it's heavy enough to hit me it only takes about 24 hours worth of it and i'm a bit i start to then get a bit shaky uh, and that i find that really interesting because you know it's it's not actually physically taxing your body. It's not burning calories in the same way, but it seems to make me feel a level of fatigue that exercise or, you know, manual labor doesn't do. You ever experienced that? Yeah, yeah, completely. But I've never really thought about it, actually, to be honest. My brain just went... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> good <laughs> yeah uh yeah different types of tired so uh, where what's the science on that then so is it like a physical is there a physical tiredness as in your body and then your mind that is different your spirit that is different i think it's to do with your what's called, i think it's your adrenal system 
which is okay. like effectively where like your hormones are managed. And I think emotional tiredness is normally a result of things like cortisol and adrenaline and all of these hormones related with stress spiking and then coming back down. And I think that system gets fatigued and it's a diff that's the feeling that I'm feeling as opposed to your muscles aching uh, or your joints aching from, from overworking. Mm. I guess that adrenal system is with your brain. So you feel yeah. it more in your headspace. Uh, a thing I can draw with that as well is a uh, pain, uh, yes. physical pain to emotional pain. Because emotional yeah, yeah. pain, if you've properly had emotional pain, you know, dealing with death and all the things that surround, you know, uh, mental health and such, like physical pain can't get anywhere close to emotional pain. So is that the same sort of thing as physical tiredness opposed to emotional tiredness? Yeah, well, that, so that's really interesting because... Would you say, since you've been through very, very strong emotional pain, that it's increased your tolerance for physical pain? Yeah, yeah. You, you, I, I've got complete... I could... Not I'm going to, but if I needed to, I could chop my finger off and it wouldn't, wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. But that's I think mad, I've, is it? Because they're not related yeah. in the sense of they're not the same thing. But I guess it's control over the mind then gives you control over the body, right? Yeah, yeah. Or at least an understanding mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. oh. uh -huh. <laughs> well, you actually said a word emotion and that. I actually had it down uh, to chat with you about uh, this week. And uh, we, we mentioned about the announcement, like our, our martial arts industry seemed to uh tiny it, well, no and put this so they we need a bell jay we mentioned martial arts yeah a bell bell, like a bell yeah i if, love that if it happens i love it i love we it we need a bell we're uh, gonna get a bell yeah bell uh the there was the announcement obviously our sector the sport uh sector wasn't included in basically any of it basically we're just left to <coughs> carry on as we are and uh, I've not actually been on Facebook properly since, but I've been, as in to scroll, but I've been on it to mm. post a few things. And you can't help but see straight on your feed. And basically, everyone went apeshit, didn't they? They, were, they went, the martial art world, the sport world went like, what about us? And mm. uh, I, I had a really different emotion to it, if I'm honest. Uh, initially, I was frustrated and I was annoyed. And uh, I think I've carried a bit of stress with it as well. It feels like we're back at the start of lockdown, emotionally. Uh, if that makes sense but straight away I switched logically and I thought you know I kind of my positive self I, I spin it on its head and I'm like you know they they turn to the martial artists knowing that we're the strongest mentally physically to take this on so we'll make them stay in lockdown because the pub owners and all those alkies they can't handle it anymore so I, I, I tell the kids at least yeah, <laughs> yeah I spin it on its head <laughs> Uh, but I, since thinking about it, I've also uh, thought the the way that people reacted uh, in connection to our conversation when we had Jaddy with Jaddy about Black Lives Matter. It's almost mm. like they're, they're talking like martial arts or the sport industry has been persecuted for centuries. The way that they're carrying on, and I thought. Like, we need a petition, we need riots and march. It's like, no, mate, just calm down a little bit. We, we don't. And I, I've turned it into logical thinking, thinking that if they open, I would like to think, I'm not saying what the government's doing right or wrong, you know, they've got a lot to answer for. But if they 
I, I would like to think they are sitting in a room <laughs> talking about it. And they've turned around and said, if we open everything at once, we're going to be in lockdown again because it's all going to spike like it is in the real world a uh, second time everything. So let's let's put these people now we hold those people off maybe because they can still do what they're doing online whatever the reason is for i i'm i'm logically thinking it but is is that a safe thing to do or the right thing to do should we now stand up and march just because everyone else marches about anything else yeah no i don't think so i i think that you know we were talking last week about um testing people's loyalty in all of this time and about like seeing people's true colors. I think that in the modern world, if you really wanna see people's true colors, really just mess with their money. Just, just take their money away from them or take their opportunity to earn money away from them. And I think a lot of truth comes out of people, uh, at least in terms of where their values lie, because that's where I believe a lot of the frustration is coming from, is because that's what we're effectively being told where we you can to a certain extent make some money but we're basically being told you need to carry on not doing business and not making money uh and i think for a lot of people you know and especially in the extended period that it's been that's what is it's building this frustration it's starting to get a bit nasty uh because when you're messing with people's money you're then messing with people's livelihood and you're messing with their family it becomes personal and i think that's where it's now turned a little bit nasty uh, i don't know if nasty is the word but that's you like you said the the energy online if you look at people it's very emotional like, isn't it yeah very emotional very emotional and you know i know they've extended support for you know self-employed and there's going to be a second payout and all the rest of it but i know everyone just wants to get back to to work everyone wants yeah. to get back to business so i i get the frustration but you know what was what was just there's a difference between moaning about things and taking a proactive approach to sorting it out. I think, you know, to, we're definitely not just moaning about Black Lives Matter anymore and just saying, you know, oh, boo, people shouldn't kill black people. <laughs> there's, there's like a, we're trying to work towards fixing that. It's just yeah. that it's ended up having to get quite aggressive for it to happen because no one was listening. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think that we will will be next because there's nothing else left yeah <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna exactly. get there uh but i had it that we were back in september anyway so this kind of didn't mindset. even it it brushed i brushed this one off because i was just like look if, if we turn in september and they tell us we're not back then i'm gonna start pulling out hair but uh up well, until we, that we point, had a conversation didn't we last week about uh what plans we're gonna put together and dates and that and it's like well let's not bother planning because we've got no idea of dates it's all so guessing work yeah you don't know because someone posted and they put oh this is going to ruin everyone's plans and it's like we didn't put any plans together because we presumed this would be the outcome <laughs> it's like yeah I, yeah i think you know there's also there's this hopefulness that people have and i guess if you're one of those you know you're, you're a productive person you've sat down you're trying to feel better about the whole situation by planning for the future. So instead of just sitting here and going, I can't work, I've got no money, I'm twiddling my fingers, you start putting a plan together and then you look at your plan, you go, this is it, the return, <laughs> the resurrection, here we go. And then government turns around and says, no, you can't. no, you can't do it. And now you feel like your freedom's taken away from you at that point because you've, you've set out your plans, you, you're set out your destiny and your destiny is being affected by something you know by boris johnson 
But surely you can take that plan if you plan it well and just move it back a week, two weeks, a month. And we just got to adapt to things we, out of your control, don't you? Yeah, it's unfortunately we're being tested beyond what we thought we were going to be tested. And I think that's where, you know, everyone at first was like, we're resilient, we're tough, we're going to get through this. Uh, but now it's like we're further into the race. We're into round four, we're into round five. Uh, and not everyone I'm is conditioned. It. I'm loving it. I'm like, wait, I'm going to turn my camper switch uh, the <laughs> Friday and boom, start her up. It was like yeah. last week, I, I almost got to that point and then I poured petrol all over me, the uh, fuel hose split as I uh, was fixing it. And I thought, well, I better fix that properly because that's like a little bit of an issue if that's not right. But I was actually excited because it meant, oh, I've got another day where I can just spend out on the van it's like yeah wicked obviously you want yeah. to get back to everything and that but yeah i'm it's embracing it because i think some people like want to get plugged back into the matrix you know that scene with the guy yeah he's, yeah he's sitting with the agent and he's talking we watched about it the, the other steak. day we watched it the other day. yeah oh there you go the chances oh, of that the chances <laughs> of that <laughs> i'm not going there today <laughs> uh yeah i i think a lot of people it's like this weird, just moany little baby that just wants, I just want things to go back the way they were before. Grow up, it's not gonna happen. The world's moved on. Uh, even when we go, go back, it's not gonna be the same. We're not going back to what we were before anyway. So. Mm -hmm. Do you ever, you're just changing it all back. We're going back and go forth for actually, because this made me think. Uh, do you ever, uh, does your brain ever hurt when it's trying to do, three, two, three, three, four, five things at once. Like yeah. I had it today I, on the laptop, you can like have multiple desktops up and uh, I love it, I feel like I'm in Swordfish. You can like swipe across all the different desktops. I got to one, I thought, why am I here? I went back to another one. It was like, oh, I've got to do that. But then I mustn't forget that. And you kind of in that second, like we're only talking about freaking emails and a post on social media. But on that second, you're trying to split your brain to do multiple things. Do you reckon there's a an evolution there? Or uh, do, do, like, for instance, right now, I've got a couple of things on the tangents we were talking about. And it's like, how do I make that come out of my brain? Yeah, well, like the science, the science says <laughs> that we shouldn't multitask uh, because our brain is not effective at switching back and forth between tasks. And the more you do it, as in, let's say you're sitting with your four windows, the more you go between those windows, but actually the more you fragment your brain because it just doesn't know where to put its attention on. Uh, so each time you try to switch to back to the last task or to the next, there's a bigger fragment in terms of what your thinking process was. So you, then you end up, I think, with that brain ache where your brain's just like, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> uh, but I, it's also because the beauty of that is if you do stuff enough, isn't it? Or when those bits all start to come together and it all falls into place and then you yeah. feel like, uh, you feel like the limitless guy where it's yeah. all just like, I've got this. Yeah. yeah. But I guess that just comes with time, doesn't it? Yeah. Depending on yeah. what, what you're trying to achieve. Talking pain, uh, tiredness, uh, sleep. So mm. why, why, why do one of the girls asked the other day, uh, one of my girls asked, why do we sleep? And is it still a very much an unknown thing? Because I'd, I'd say actually sleeping is a bit of a hobby of mine. I actually really like it and I'm really good at it. Uh, I know it seems to be, uh, I think 
presently it's probably uh, stress related or it maybe always is uh, but it seems like a lot of people aren't sleeping well at the moment and yeah. uh, I, I have, I've never had I had some hypnosis years ago which helped with all of this anyway uh, but yeah the, where, where we with sleep because you obviously being a what's it uh, insomniac insomniac <laughs> I've uh, got some uh, knowledge and experience on this. So I, I love sleep research. I find it really interesting. Also, because I'm just trying to find a way of getting a good eight hours. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so you're sleeping already. Uh, but here's, here's my favorite quote about sleep. Uh, we have evolved as human beings and creatures have been evolving on this planet for years and years and years. The one thing that we are, we are showing no signs of evolving out of is our need for sleep. And you would think that we would because it's the most unproductive, unsafe thing that we could possibly do as a creature on this planet. You're at your most vulnerable when you're asleep. You know, if there was predators, that's when they can get you the easiest. You're not moving, you're in one spot. Uh, your, your senses are down. You spend a third of your life doing it, and that's if you're, you know, you could actually spend a lot more and, and be even healthier in terms of, the, the studies have shown that you should be spending more than a third of your life asleep uh, so it also just seems like a massive waste of time you can't do anything else whilst you're at it but we're not we haven't evolved out in the slightest if anything as time's gone on the suggestion has only gone up we're only saying that we should be sleeping more hours rather than less so whatever the processes are that are associated with sleep they're obviously super duper important in terms of how we repair our minds how our brains and bodies we repair. don't really know what it is though do we where we don't, we, we've, we know a lot of the processes and we know what it does physically in terms of muscle repair. A lot, we know a lot of the things that happen whilst we sleep. Certain hormones get released, certain things go around the body that wouldn't when we're awake, uh, but we still don't fully understand. It is still very much a mystery. Mm. Because when but you it's, listen- it's a very important thing. Yeah, like productive quotes and things like Arnold Schwarzenegger's one about the six rules. Like he talks about only sleeping six hours uh, a night. Like I, I can function uh, well for quite long periods of time without much sleep. Not quite to the extreme of you where you can't sleep, but as in I'll just stay up because I'm productive at late at night. And then or like running events or something, you've got no choice. If you want to run it well, you've got to stay up late, get up early. I can function well, but I always get that point where I've got to catch up. Uh, from from a younger age, I would say, not it's a dream now, but uh, I like to have like a good nine hours sleep. I think I just feel I function better off of that. So if I've got a 24-hour day and I, I sleep for nine of it, uh, those other 15 hours, I think, are a lot more productive than if I just slept for six of it kind of thing on a, on a regular basis. I actually feel yeah. a difference in myself, the way I think. Uh, even I notice it with my words. I even notice that I can't say words or, or when I get too tired. Yeah, well, that's what the research shows. Eight to nine hours is the like real recommendation uh, for optimal sleep. And it's I guess we're just pre-programmed to think that we think about time in terms of our 24-hour day and you put it in like a pie chart. And when you put nine hours of that down for sleep and you look at it on a piece of paper, you're just like, but 
I could go to the gym for an hour, get a workout in, I could read a book for an hour and I could, you know, prep meals for the week as well as do all my work for the day. But it's not the reality because like you said, you're not three dimensional that chart, isn't it really? Yeah, it's yeah, that's exactly it. It's not a pie chart. It's not just this flat thing uh, because it's your energy is also has to be taken into consideration because time, but it's also what energy you have to put into that time. Because if you're just a zombie, you can have as many hours as you want, but the zombie's not going to get anything done because he's a zombie. You, yeah. you need to be kind of fully functioning human being, and that's the that's the thing. But I guess the the economic machine and society doesn't sleep anymore. You know, the the stock market opens early and shuts late. There's 24 hour businesses now. Uh, online business is 24 seven. You can effectively make money or spend money at any time you want. So it's becoming less and less of something that we do because you can work at any time. You can work at the middle of the night. We're sitting here working at half nine at night uh, when really, you know, our circadian rhythm with the light, with the sun setting, we should be going to bed. Yeah, getting in the so, cave right now. Yeah, in it's the definitely cave. Uh, an interesting subject. I, I definitely enjoy it, and uh, I'm I'm very good at it. So if anyone wants any sleeping tips, I'll. Uh, <laughs> I can give you some. I just don't know if they work for you. You're just not very good at them. I'm just not very good at them. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, I, I fragmented, or I didn't fragment. So look at this. Like Billy Conley, I think one of his best traits as a comedian is the way that he can go back to things and finish a joke that he went. Oh yeah, I think that's that's wicked. Uh, I wrote this down the other day. It came up in conversation with my brother, and it kind of ties in with what we said today because the universe works in this like mysterious universal way it's not ones and zeros and uh, I wrote down one percent wealth does that mean anything to you if I said one percent wealth as in the one percent who hold yeah percent I, I, I knew you, you'd get like we were talking just now about people's reaction and ultimately their reaction to money and I, I understand the value of money it, it's it's the uh it's the cog that turns everything like really from the moment you you're born you owe or you need money to stay apart from breathing everything else costs money doesn't it like clothes to eating to everything else uh, uh unless you're going real off grid uh which i think you know if you just take our society and where we live like uh, even in the rural sussex or where you are uh, in london it, it's it's a it's a thing that you have to have isn't it i i get mm -hmm. that and i you know without going into personal things I, i've been in a position where i've had uh, a good bit of money but I've what I've found is I've always wanted with money always wanted to use it to do stuff uh, I I always want to be doing what I want to be doing we're currently in a position at the moment where we're we're you know focusing to save to get things and everything else and uh, you know the current climate and everything we're no different I think to 99% uh, of everyone else out there, you know, you you not got enough money ever you at the end of the day for what you want to do. But uh, uh, I think one thing I've seen with this whole lockdown pandemic and everything, uh, I don't know if it's just an English or British thing as well, but it seems to be really ugly money. It seems to be really dirty and it seems to bring out not good things in people and we kind of be better off without it at all kind of how i'm feeling 
yeah, I feel like that on a weekly basis. Uh, and, and then sometimes I think, is this just something that people who don't have a lot of money say to make them feel better that they don't yeah. have loads of money, but I feel it but all we're the not, time. I haven't been like a millionaire, but I've been comfortable. I've been in a place where I wouldn't have to work for a period of time. Uh, but I, I took that and I put it into where we are now. And basically, yeah, lifestyle, those, yeah, without going into it at all. And I can say being in that position where uh, I think it's a good position, and someone did give us some advice on this to get into. Uh, it might be Lawrence Nan actually. So get into a position where your expenditure doesn't, uh, you, 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 you don't spend more than you're coming. No, but it's simple math in it at the end of the day. But it's yeah. living that, that happy medium, which is completely out of balance, I think, uh, with everyone. But I think it's out of balance down to the cost of living. I don't think it's. I think we possibly as a generation could be guilty for, you know, the broadband, the, the car, the watch, the, all of those things. But like, I don't have the latest telly. We don't have the latest car. We don't, we don't have those things. And it, it just seems, again, I don't know if this is just England as well, but when you do look at America, and I've got a lot of friends in different countries, and I do see and that, it seems like the value of money and what we get out of it uh, isn't the same now. It seemed to be like you could get by on far less a long time ago. Like you can't really do mm -hmm. without broadband now, can you? So that's just another example. We didn't have mobile phones. Uh, we, uh, they didn't have mobile phones. So straight away, there's a couple of things that is something that you have to have uh, money for that, yeah, it's, uh, it's just a thought that I've had recently. No, it is. Like what we all want uh, and, it, and it's going to be different for everyone else. I think what you're trying to describe is financial freedom That's in the, the sense one. of, yeah, we're trying not to be, we're trying not to have to wake up every day and think about how we're going to have to make enough money to, to survive and live the life that we want to live. You want to be able to get up and know that you can do what you want to do for that day and for the next day and for the week and for the months and years ahead without worrying about the money. And that's really what we're, we're, we all want to get to. That's what the 1% have. But I think the difference is, because someone said this to me, because we were talking about you know, uh, this job and me not earning. I know that from what I do in the way I do it, I'm never going to make millions from it because I've just not got the mentality. And uh, his words to me were, yeah, but as money doesn't turn you on. Uh, and I said, what do you mean? And he goes, well, for me, and he was just being very personal and honest with it. He's like, money excites me. Like the idea of making 10 grand, 100 grand, it like, it gets me absolutely buzzing. Uh, and every time I make a, you know, a big sum of money, that's me celebrating. Like the same way that we would say, you know, winning a championship uh, or getting a kid to a black belt, whatever it might be, uh, that brings us that feeling. He gets that from cash uh, and um, he's completely shameless about it and and you know i'm just like i'm sure what you're about to say is you're completely yeah. fine with it each to their own uh, and that's what it is but i where it becomes frustrating i guess is what happens is people who focus on money your trumps and all the rest of it they end up with so much of it they end up with the vast share so what and is then, this one percent then because i brought it up well what is it as in well well, 1% wealth is, is basically 1% of the world's population holds about 98% of the world's wealth. 
So that if you took all the money and everything that we consider worth something uh, and you broke it down to all the people who have it, you'll find there's only 1% who are holding and have access to all of this money. And the 99% of us then have all the rest, uh, which is just a mad, mad number. Uh, but you can also consider that me and you, we are in about the top five to 10% in the world in terms of people holding money. And neither yeah. of us are a, a millionaire. Uh, neither of us well, are financially, only, yeah. You know what I mean? So like there's just a huge gap, which is obviously a huge problem. Or is yeah. it a problem is, is kind of where we get to. Because then you're talking about whether or not we want, you know, you're that kind of society money. or this kind of world. Yeah, uh, yeah but there, there's some people who are. And I guess where it, this is where it hits hard is when you get into a situation now where, where we're kind of like, we're having to pay attention to money and we don't want to. You, people can't help but look at your Richard Branson and look at your Donald Trump and go, well, why don't you give some of your money? You know, why don't you balance out the equation? And they're kind of sitting there, and I guess rightfully so, and going, why should I? Right? This is my money, and it's what I, it, you know, you're all right. Why don't you my give effort. some of your championships away? Why don't you yeah. let some of the other clubs win the tournaments? Why don't you let other people, why don't you give a black belt to everybody? Yeah. It's the same thing for them. Money is their thing. So it's like you turn around, you go, give me some of your money. They're like, yeah, you're all right. But I'm of no, I'm of no real age. Uh, like I, I don't consider myself old and wise, uh, but I do consider I've been around the circle of life, and I do talk to people that have. And uh, I, 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 a close family member uh, said to us, they they spent their life, you know, they were an. Uh, uh, they did uh, economy at school. They, uh, I can't think of the actual subject. Uh, they uh, did economics at school as a teacher. And, you know, very good with the money in that. And in my, and I, I had the conversation with them in my viewpoint in their later years of life. So they lived to, you know, a, a grand old age. Uh, it had no value at the end. As in, yeah. they, they'd saved all their life. They'd paid for everything. And they got to a point where they, they were, giving cash away because they didn't want it to go to the state when it came to an end. And uh, Jobs, uh, Apple Man, uh, I, I don't know how true it was, but I, I read a thing about him when he was in his dying hours and he said what he, he would give everything back, everything, just have more time with his family. And that's how I'm living my life day to day at the same time as trying to pay bills and save to be able to move to the next thing that we want and everything else. Uh, am I kidding myself? Is it, uh, or have I got a magic ball to the, to the, uh, you know, the, the end of it all? I don't know. It's, it's tricky. I guess you have to, I couldn't, I guarantee you couldn't find an account of a person uh, who's on their deathbed who's laying there with all their money saying, got it, yeah. this is what so I want. see you later. Because it doesn't go with you. Um, and if you're- But, but would, your your energy... deathbed, would your deathbed be a lot more comfortable because you had that money? Garrett, well, yeah, your deathbed would. And maybe your deathbed came a lot later because you could afford the right doctors or you could afford the right food and the right healthcare and all the rest of it. Uh, whereas other people can't like, you know, we, we live in a country with the NHS. So we're kind of 
in that sense, a lot luckier than a lot of people uh, who don't have access to free healthcare or free healthcare. Uh, but you know, if you're all privatized like the States, a lot of people it's I'm sure great. die unnecessarily because they don't have the money. Uh, it's, it's so hard, isn't it? Because we, we also always say that, you know, you're, you're in charge of your own destiny. If you want, if you want something, go get something, go work for it uh, and make it happen. But, but it's not a fair playing field. Going back to the conversation we have with Jaddy, not everyone is starting from the same point on the line. So to turn around and be like, well, you should have worked harder and earned more money. Maybe they didn't have the same circumstances. Maybe they didn't have the same upbringing, whatever. Uh, it just goes around in circles. Money at the end of the day is just an energy, isn't it? It's, uh, yeah. it's, ones, it's like the ones and zeros of like the world calculator. It's, it's something that we can all understand and fathom. Uh, and it's a way of making a transaction. It's a way of mm. saying, well, here's my service or here's my product. And here's you giving me something for that, that I can then take and buy another service or another product. And that's how the whole world goes round. But yeah. it's, yeah, it's certainly not evenly distributed. And then in terms of how much it means to you, I guess that's a very personal thing. I'm the same as you. It doesn't, it doesn't carry a lot of weight for me. I wish I didn't have the burden of it. I certainly wish that I could just one day have it land in my lap. Uh, and it's not through laziness of not wanting to work for it. It's that I just don't care about it. But, so I'd like to have enough that I could just be like, yeah, it's paid for, it's sorted. And again, I wouldn't go out and buy a Lamborghini or anything like that. I'd still drive uh, a pretty normal average car, but I wouldn't have to worry. And I could get on with all the things that I want to do. And I guess it just yeah. lets you do more of what you want to do. Yeah. Some yeah. people want to be selfish. Some people want to give back. Yeah. I suppose it's, it's like a lot of things we've spoken about is having balance to it all, isn't it? And yes. uh, yeah. Yeah. I actually feel quite tired now, as I feel oh, quite done. sleepy. We've done 45 yeah. minutes. Do yeah. we can wrap it there for this week and uh, pick yeah. up next like, time. I know we normally finish with like a real uh motto and everything but I, I, you know maybe people just listen to this in their bed and it's now time to you know sleep uh, yeah sleep it <laughs> sleep it off and uh and breathe out isn't it exactly that so, exactly that well guys we will see you next time uh please yeah. comment if you're on youtube please like it uh, if you're on apple podcast leave us a five star review because it helps it reach uh more people we'd like to keep this going so we want to know that you guys are enjoying it and interacting so if you want us to talk about anything if you're curious about anything let us know somewhere so that we can uh give back to you guys come about it peace out yeah all. peace out dude uh -huh.